Hello, 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 and welcome to More Than Money, a show that explores the psychology, emotions, and math of money so you can make better, smarter choices regardless of where you are on the income and wealth spectrums. I'm your host, Jaquette Timmons. On today's episode, we're going to continue our conversation about goals, because as I record this, we're bumping up against that time of the month when it gets a bit harder for some people to stick to and maintain their enthusiasm about their New Year's goals and resolutions. This is when all of that begins to wane. So we're going to talk about what tends to get in the way of you achieving your goals and what those obstacles are inviting you to do next. But first, I must say how delighted I was to meet some of you at Karen's retreat. Talk about a blast. What a blast it was to not only present, but to also hang out with some of you. And I just wanted to take a moment and thank you really for a memorable weekend. And while I don't like to rush time, I'm already excited for the next one. And I doubt if I'm the only one. Don't believe me? Check out social media for proof. But okay, on to today's episode. You know I like me a stat. So here's today's. According to the University of Scranton, 92% of people who set New Year's goals and resolutions never actually achieve them. But let's face it, you probably don't need a study to tell you that. You can just look in the rearview mirror of your life for proof that setting goals is a heck of a lot easier than achieving them. Now, I'm not in your ear to make you feel bad about the momentum you may have lost with your goals and resolutions just since the top of the year, nor do I want you to feel self-conscious about those past goals, those goals that kind of roll over from year to year because you haven't achieved them, or those resolutions that you continuously don't keep. That's not what this is about. Instead, I want to use our time together to share suggestions on what you can do to not be a part of that 92% stat, to not fall into that camp, whether it's with regards to this year or beyond. And if it is the case that you have already fallen into that camp, then here's how you can regroup and get out of it. And there are any number of ways that get in the way (laughs) of you achieving your goal. But I want to focus on four in particular. And as I share these four with you, I think you will see that some of them are connected to how you approach setting your goals, and then others are connected to how you manage the process of achieving your goals. So here's the first one. You have a vague timeline. When you think about the goals that you've set for yourself, your family, your career, your business, do you have a timeline associated with those goals? Or have you fallen into the someday trap? You know, the I want X someday, or I want to do Y someday. And it can be especially tempting to resist putting a date on some of your goals, especially when they're large, especially when the magnitude of either the goal itself or the process of achieving it 
looms really, really large and feels so completely out of your scope of control. And so it's ironic because the thing that you don't want to do is precisely the thing that you need to do. And at the end of the day, any date is better than simply having an intention without a date. And the thing to remember here is that you can always change it, but don't do a disservice to yourself by not having a date associated with your goal. So make sure that when you look at your goals, hopefully they're written down, but even if they're in your head, that you have a timeline associated with them. So that's the first one. Um, one. The first thing that gets in the way of you achieving your goals is that you have a vague timeline. The second thing that gets in the way of you achieving your goals is that you expect things to be smooth sailing. I know that there are some people that don't like thinking about what could go wrong when it comes to achieving their goals. Because for them, doing so feels like they are preparing to fail or they are operating with a scarcity mindset. But here's the thing. Whenever you set a goal, you are declaring that you want something in or about yourself, your family, your career, or your business to change. You want something to be different. And change always comes with a bit of resistance, which usually shows up as a few bumps in the road. And so that's why I believe that actually it's beneficial to consider what may be the potential pitfalls. Because when you do that, you're putting yourself in a position where you can actually then develop a plan for how to deal with those times when things don't go as planned. Because the question is never if things are going to go sideways. It's more a matter of when is it going to happen and to what degree. And this is when it's important to remember that the journey to achieving your goals is never a straight, uninterrupted line. So goal setting isn't a set it and forget it endeavor. So you don't just write down your goal that you want to achieve for this year or write down the resolution that you want to experience this year and then just move on about your way. You have to actually be engaged with it on an ongoing basis. So that's the second way that, um, you know, the second thing I should say that gets in the way of you achieving your goals. The third is that you are impatient. So here's the thing, if not anticipating potential pitfalls is challenging, so is expecting to see results immediately, right? What do they say? Stat. Um, because here's the thing, you might not necessarily see the fruits of your labor and time, energy, attention, and focus as soon as you'd want to, but that does not mean the process isn't working, it may simply mean that you need more time um, before it manifests. And so here's an example. Many of you know that I'm an avid runner. And when I logged, you know, my, or when I, when I went to go see, well, how many miles that I log for all of 2019, I ran 772 miles. Pretty darn good. I suck. I really, really suck at strength training. And that is the thing that I need to get better at. And that is one of my goals. So yes, I want to run more than 772 miles this year. But more important, I need to work on my strength training. Now I can hold a plank for a full minute. 
I cannot do a push-up to save my life. So my version of being impatient is when after only doing five training sessions on my Nike app, I'm like, oh, I should be able to do a push-up. Not. But I have to give myself credit for the fact that I've done five sessions. So tracking your effort, whatever that may be for you, and not just your results, and then also managing your expectations is how you respond to impatience and avoid prematurely interrupting, quote unquote, slow, for, I shouldn't say prematurely interrupting, prematurely interpreting, uh, quote unquote, slow for, oh, this means I need to stop. So, you know. Make sure that you're not being impatient. And then here's the fourth um, way that gets into, or the fourth thing that gets in the way of you achieving your goals, and that is that you are not prepared for success. And I know that, again, that may seem ironic too, because you've set a goal and you are actually taking the steps to achieve them. So that must mean that you're prepared for the success. Hmm. Not necessarily so. When you're working on your goal, a good chunk of the time, or your goals, a good chunk of the time is spent planning and strategizing how to make the goal real, but far too often, less time is spent on preparing for the success that is going to come after the goal has been achieved. And so taking the moment, you know, to envision what success may look like and what it may feel like is how you actually prepare for it. So asking yourself questions like, well, how will I know when I've achieved it? Or how will I feel when I achieve it? Which are, which are questions that I'm always asking my coaching clients. Doing that for yourself is a really good way to make sure that you will indeed recognize when you are quote unquote there and It will also help you to create the space to make sure that you are making the time to celebrate your accomplishment. Here's a mistake that people make when it comes to goals. And it is a really easy one to make because they consider goal setting as the process rather than as a part of the process. And it is a distinction worth noting. Because when you view it as a part of the process, you are more likely then to adopt a holistic perspective and approach. And doing this is what's going to make it a heck of a lot easier for you to identify when one of the four ways, if not all of them, are emerging and thus potentially posing a risk of getting in the way of you achieving your goals. And here's another mistake that people make when it comes to goals. They forget that goals are about behavior and habits. Therefore, when things get in the way of you achieving your goals, it doesn't mean that you failed, nor does it mean that a temporary pause needs to become a permanent stop. Instead, it is an invitation to investigate certain behaviors and certain habits. So for example, when something gets in a way, it's an invitation for you to you know, ask yourself, hmm, well, am I clear? So get clear or perhaps get clear again about the reason behind your goal. Remembering why you want to achieve something, why it is important to you is really a key to getting back on track when it comes to your momentum 
which is going to be really necessary when the day-to-day grind of working on your goal gets challenging and or the process becomes discouraging. When something gets in your way, it's also an invitation to perhaps release the need to be a perfectionist. Strive for excellence always, 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 always excellence. But Waiting for the perfect moment of inspiration or the perfect environment or some other condition that you've identified as I need for X to occur before I'm ready to do Y, what that really fundamentally means is that you are not making progress because you are delaying taking action. And not only does this slow down, uh, slow you down, I should say, it actually may also prevent you from potentially discovering new ideas and new opportunities that may actually help you with achieving your goals. When something gets in your way, it's also an invitation to remember how important it is to embrace the small. I am known for saying small is the new significant, precisely because I believe small steps or small efforts, and I say small with you know quotations around them, over time, add up to big results. So small steps are really beneficial because what they help to do is to build up your belief muscle that you can actually accomplish this thing that you are working toward. Small steps either lead to small fails or small wins. Small fails are not to necessarily be avoided because they can actually help you see sooner rather than later when you may need to course correct. On the flip side, small wins, they help to increase your confidence. So you need a little bit of both as you go about achieving your goals. Back to what I said in the beginning when I said this time of the month. Around the 17th of January, is when people begin to lose steam when it comes to their New Year's goals and resolutions. And again, this can be for any number of reasons. I shared with you four things that get in the way of you achieving your goals. Rest assured, there are definitely more than those four. But when things do get in the way of you achieving your goals, don't get mad, don't get discouraged. Or if you do get mad and get discouraged, don't stay there. Instead, get curious. Get curious about what's interrupting your flow, what's interrupting your momentum, why is it happening, and why is it happening now? Get curious about what you're being invited to do next. Because whatever may be your goals for this year and beyond, they aren't just about the outcome for which you are striving. They are also about the behavior and the habits that are shaping who you are becoming as you proceed through the process. And this would be the third mistake that people make. Believing the goal is just about the goals. Believing that the goals that you have, that they're just about the goals and they're not also about you. And when this happens, when you don't remember that, you know, achieving your goals is about you, what you then forget is that achieving your goals actually takes a great deal of courage. Going from the familiarity of your current reality, working your way through this process that is, you know, murky and an unknown terrain 
uh, terrain, yes, in order to get to a new reality, that is not for the faint of heart, folks. And this is why, yes, goal setting is easy, but why achieving your goals is really an act of courage. And I wonder if we really embraced that part, recognizing that achieving our goals is really an act of courage, how much more we would stick to those things when we bump up against that resistance, how much more we would take a break, recalibrate, and then get right back at it. So whether you've already lost momentum or you've hit the wall, you know, or, or you hit the wall a bit later, this episode is really designed to help you get your groove back. So you may want to like save this one. <laughs> All right. So thank you so much as always for tuning in and listening all the way to the end. And I have an idea and I have to admit that I got this idea from listening to another podcast and it's a way for us to continue the conversation. So if something in this episode really resonated with you, take a screenshot of this episode, the photo, post it on social media and tag me, tag me on Twitter, tag me on Instagram or even LinkedIn and share what it is, you know, what, what, what's your takeaway from this episode? What really resonated with you? And this way we can keep the conversation going. And finally, I know a couple of you that I met at the retreat. I know that you will be joining me at the next Comfort Circle dinner. And I am just so geeked about seeing you again and welcoming you to the table. So yay. All right. <laughs> that is it for today's episode. I know you have many options when it comes to podcasts, and I appreciate you including this as one of those. And if you aren't already a subscriber, you can do so on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And while you are there, please do leave a rating and review because again, that's feedback for us and it helps us to know if you're digging what I am creating. And again, if we're not already connected on social media, let's do that. I am extremely active on Twitter and Instagram. Just put my name in the search bar. My handles will come up. And remember the invitation to take a screenshot of this episode, post it on social media, tag me, and share what your takeaway is so that we can keep the conversation going. And until next time, remember, it's about more than money. <laughs>